Muhahaha. It's Halloween, witches and bitches. Was that a scary laugh? Let me try again. Muhahaha. How was that? Maybe it was scary in a different way. Oh well, you know the drill. It's me, Sketchy, and this is the Sketchy Show, and guys, I'm just so excited it's spooky season again, but how did this happen so fast? Where did the year go? I think somebody turned me off, because last thing I remember it was, like, Groundhog Day. Oh no, it's Halloween already and I don't have any new spook sketches for you. Okay, how about this, a sort of Halloween best of. Some of my favorite silly scary little sketches from the past, packaged up all brand new like, for your listening pleasure. Hey, you might not have ever heard some of these before. Or maybe ever, if you're a new listener. Well, I better get back to making something new for you. In the meantime, never forget, I love you, and also, boo, and mohahaha. Alright, counselors, will you please approach the bench? Your Honor, this has been a travesty this whole time. Yes, this this has been, this trial. Now, Mr. Skeleton, or Uncle Skeleton, as you are known... I prefer Uncle. That's what I'm known by in my circles. I won't go into them. All right, Uncle, Uncle Skeleton, then. Yes. You've brought in so many completely frivolous witnesses into this case. You've brought up so many completely frivolous bits of information. You have drawn out your time in this courtroom, and you have made all of us pay painfully for our attention to your madness. I I must ask you, if you don't bring this argument of yours to a reasonable conclusion soon, I will have to declare a mistrial, and there's nothing I hate more than mistrials. Well, you certainly have me over a bench, as it were. Do you get it? Counselor, he just does this nonstop, right? He just says things like this in sort of a spooky way. Your Honor, I I do not believe a mistrial would be called for when the defense can't make their case. Oh, I can make my case. I have all the evidence I need to put this man away for a little while. All right, well, I will hear your final arguments, and I trust you will stop wasting this court's time. I don't promise anything, but I'd like to see where this goes. Considering that I am defending myself, I'll step back to where the prosecutor sits. As you can see, I brought my own chair. It's black as night. It's covered in ravens. <laughs> Mr. Skeleton, you need to sit on your own side of the court. I, that's why I'm gesturing to. What's your thing called? A gavel? I have a gavel, too. It's made of bone. It's made of bone and a, and a monkey skull. Mr. Skeleton, we will not be entertaining secondary gavels in this courtroom. Suit yourself. Here I go. Off to my throne. Gavel, gavel. That's placed next to the prosecutor's I put it in place at the prosecutor's table. Considering I... Who's the prosecutor? You're the prosecutor. Well, I've got this whole thing all wrong. I'm... Who am I? You're the defendant. I'm the defendant. I'm the defendant. As the judge, I feel that it is upon me to bring some sense of order to these proceedings, which do seem to be fairly out of control, but I really do want to see where this is going. So, Mr. Skeleton, Uh, I would... Your Honor, we we were in recess for all of 15 minutes. How did he get rid of my table, my papers that I had sitting on it? I had a multitude of papers referencing evidence. How did he... We had 20 minutes. He came in here and replaced... 
my section of the courtroom with a throne made of bone, some sort of bone throne? When you work at a carnival, you have a lot of friends with sticky fingers. If you'll turn your attention... Well, that's what this court's become, in a carnival. If you turn your attention to the back of the courtroom, you'll see it looks more like a wedding than a courtroom. This side's full of carnies. There's my friends. Hello, bearded lady. Hey. Hello, Johnson the Flipper Man. <laughs> Hello, Pinhead Twins. Pinhead Twins. Hello. As you can see, I've brought back up. But I don't need it because I'm an innocent man. Mr. Skeleton, I must interrupt and, and remind you, you are here to give your closing argument for this trial, during which you are facing very serious charges of child endangerment, reckless endangerment, and perhaps the most pernicious form of endangerment, concealed endangerment. Well, if being spooky endangers anyone, then I'm guilty as charged. <laughs> Off the record, that doesn't count. I'll allow it. Objection. Counselor? The defense is being spooky. Objection considered and rejected. What? I know that's not even what I'm supposed to say. I like mixing it up. I'm, I'm that kind of judge. You know, I give creative punishments. In fact, a good way into my good graces in this courtroom is to ask me what some of my favorite unorthodox punishments that I have sanctioned might be. I'm just glad I'm on trial in Louisiana, the spookiest of states. That's where I set up shop. It is very spooky. One time a man was brought in here for, for uh, stealing Kleenex from a drugstore, and I punished him by sentencing him to eating Kleenex at a drugstore. Ooh! Yes. How delicious. A, fi a fitting punishment, Your Honor. It was fitting and it was unusual, and I think it did the job. So, Counselor, please, may we hear your closing arguments? We have heard Mr. Uncle Skeleton. Thank you. Give his closing arguments, and though they were incoherent yes. and did not address the charges, what? I get a sense we were lucky to get that much out of him. Wait. So now it is your turn to try to bring some closure to this tangled narrative of a, of a despicably drawn-out trial. Good luck. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you have one job here today, and that is to protect your youngins. Youngins that are consistently endangered by this man. Objection. You can't object a closing argument, you fool. Oh, I'm sorry. Sustained. What? Counselor, please. Get Objection. Sustained. Thank you. This is my closing argument. Sustained. Allow me to continue. I sustain that, that closing argument, Counselor. All right. Let it be sustained. That's what I was saying. Okay. Now, where was I? Child endangerment. Endangerment. Objection. Sustained. Ob what? Objection. He can't interrupt my closing argument. I didn't interrupt. Uh, like, did he even do a closing argument? Je ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Objection. The judge objects. Ooh. This is getting interesting. O overruled. Sustained. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, all the evidence I need, despite the massive amounts of evidence, video, photographs, <laughs> audio, that I have presented to you earlier in this trial during the last five months. I thought, I thought the home movies were excessive, well, I, frankly. Well, also, it was filmed by Mr. Skeleton. Uncle Skeleton. Without my permission. This is a new wrinkle, Counselor. You're saying you had a pre-existing relationship with the defendant? No, no, it, it, was, it was not. It was current. Here's the thing. It was during the trial. I've been working on a new funhouse ride, and it's more of a found footage type of situation. 
You know, everything has been going that way ever since Blair Witch really took the screen. Objection! This is my closing argument. If you excuse me, I'd like to indulge myself for just a minute. But everybody seems to think that paranormal activity is the way to go. But I think that old-fashioned spooks are where it's at. You know, vampires popping out of coffins. Your Honor, please. Skeletons raining from the skies. Bats Mr. Skeleton, Mr. Skeleton. Yes, I'm sorry. Mr. Skeleton, would you like to come up here and sit at the bench while I go sit in the galley myself and, and listen to your story? I find it very unusual and very engrossing, but I don't know that this current situation where I feel that I am above you puts me in a good position to really appreciate what you have to offer. That is your job. You're the judge. So, here's the new thing. I'm listening. You're the judge now. I'm the judge now. You're the judge now. I'm coming down. Look at me. I'm the judge now. Remember that movie? Let the trial of Uncle Skeleton continue. I'm the judge now, Uncle Skeleton. Well, Your Honor, may I continue my closing argument? Please, I'd like to hear it. Boo, boo, nobody wants to hear it. Boo. This guy gets it. Uh, object, objection, Your Honor. He is interrupting my closing argument. I'll allow it. I'd li- uh, once again, I'd like to see where this is going. You'll allow my objection or you'll allow his argument? Boo, boo, the DA sucks. Boo. I'll allow the objection just to play devil's advocate because I love the devil. I'm a fan of his. All right. Satan. Ladies and gentlemen the jury. Did you ever see that movie with Keanu? Boy, was that interesting. I didn't like it too much. Too much nudity. I'm not into that kind of thing. You can attest to that, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I was just about to say that. Everything that you have seen up to this point has further proved my case. For what? This man should be incarcerated. Yes. And it is up to you. Who? To let him do whatever kind of prison carnival stuff he wants to, as long as it's in prison. A prison carnival? Now that gets the old... Your Honor, I, objection, Your Honor. I was talking to the I'm jury. I'm the Honor. Yes, that's why I addressed you as such. Well, objection. Clack, clack. I brought my... Overruled. I brought my bone gavel and it proved useful. Overruled. No, no, no. You, you, you gave up that right when you left the bench. That's the, Those are the rules. What am I sitting on now, Counselor? He's sitting on my bone throne. A, a regular wooden... No, he's sitting, he's sitting on my bone throne. A bone throne. It's not a bench? No, it's a bone throne. No, then, then it would be a bone bench. Look around you. Or a bunch. Oh my god, you're right. This is a throne made of bones. What does this make me like? It's a bone throne. Emperor of the underworld or something it like that? It makes you king of the prison carnival. <laughs> That's been what I was getting at all along, children. My new ride, the prison carnival. Come to Uncle Skeleton's trial of the century. The evil century. I rest my case. Also, I quit. Where you sit as the judge on your bench of bones. The DA presents his case against the guilty. And you take the bone throw. Who will be guilty? Who will be innocent? Oh, what a caprice this is. Your briefcase has been filled with eyeballs. Where did you put my briefcase? Counselor, 
now that I'm no longer a judge and you're no longer the DA, can we put our past differences behind us and become the best of friends? I don't know. You weird me out almost as much as he does. Step right up, children. Counselor, DA, your honor. Admission is free for the next 15 minutes. Come to the front of the line. I'll show you a good time. <laughs> it's been... It's been test. It's been it's been workshopped. It's been what do you call that when you test things against against people? Focus group. What do you call it? Focus group. Focus group. It's been focus. It's been focus grouped. <laughs> it's been focus grouped. A lot of people said it was spooky. I'm known for that. The bailiff is my friend. He's a carny too. This has truly been the trial of Uncle Skeleton. Put that in the papers. Step right up. Come get your gavel. It's a memento. Come sit in the bench as it takes you through the back doors to the jailhouse. Where it goes from there, who knows? Are you guilty? Are you innocent? Only Uncle Skeleton can tell. How are you liking the ride so far, Your Honor? Oh, me? Yes, you. I feel that so far this ride has been confusing. Spooky? And alienating but in a way that I find very, very spooky. Excellent. Julian, here I come. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I am also good. I'm a normal person. uh, Well, that makes two of us then. Yes. Two normal people. Just two normal gentlemen. Two gentlemen standing here. In the rain. In the rain. With no umbrella. No umbrellas. We I'm are anti-umbrella gentlemen. I can't afford one. I'm against them, on principle. Oh, really? If the Lord meant for us to be wet, we'll be wet. That's uh, You make a good point. Well, what are you doing here in the rain with no umbrella, considering that it's 3 a.m.? Well, you asked me to help you bury this body. Oh! Cannibal King 58, is that you? That is I. Oh, another it's so normal guy. Great to meet you. Okay, all right. You said to meet up and then bring up umbrellas. Yeah, yeah okay, you know what? I, I did I did write that in the uh, Craigslist ad and then I forgot. I So here's the thing. I wrote like uh, 25 Craigslist ads, right? And they were all uh, trying to find someone to help me bury, bury this body. And uh, all 25 of them were shrouded in code, but like dif- different codes. So 25 different codes. Yes. I replied to the one that you said, hey, welcome to the buffet. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what was the next line? Uh, it was, hey, welcome to the buffet. I hope you brought your knapsack, but not an umbrella. Yes. I did bring a knapsack, but really it's just a sleeping bag that I take naps in. But see, that was uh, th- that was also, like, that was code. You didn't need to. Ah. Honestly, so here's the thing. I actually can't afford an umbrella, but you probably should have, like, you didn't have to not bring an umbrella. Yes. Because it is raining. Yes. I, I, I am regretting that decision. No, it's fine. If you, you took the ad literally... Uh, anyway, you want to help me bury this body? I mean, do we have to bury it? What it? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, so I thought you. I mean, screen, I could find. I thought your screen name was like, uh, not your literal. I thing. I'm I'm just autistic enough to where everything is literal. Shit. Okay. You know what? It's really hard to judge that on the internet. Yes. It's really hard. Yes, I've had I've responded to quite a few ads that were all in metaphor. Because here's the thing. 
I like so Cannibal King fifty eight. You 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 responded. I also got responses from Corpse Fucker fifty seven. I know him. Oh, is that why he's like fifty seven? Yeah, fifty eight. Okay. Does he fuck corpses? Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So I also got uh, responses from Jim Bag sucking. So I was like, that's probably like that's probably another guy who like. Sucks. I'm not familiar with him. But like, you can't like he probably doesn't suck Jim bags. Like that would be kind of weird. Um, I got like like three different responses from three different um, things about like fingering gerbils. Oh, I think that's all the same guy. We've encountered him before. Yeah, I, that, it sounded like they were all written like copy and paste, basically. Yeah, that guy's a real gerbil finger, gerbil fucker. <laughs> See, my screen name is um, Foot Sniffer. Yeah, but I don't sniff feet. You don't? No, I like I just I picked that because I'm like that's gross and uh, you know like I'll you know that's like a it's like a cover, so no one would think it's me. Oh, because like my, my so you haven't sniffed this body's feet? No. Oh, I was gonna ask you what they smelled like. Probably like just. Like a dead person. Not all dead people smell alike. Well, this is. I'm gonna be. Well, I was say I was gonna be honest. It's my first one. It's not my first one. It's, it's like my fifth one. Um, what I am. What do to the other bodies? What I do to them? What did you do to the other bodies? How did you get rid of those? I buried them. Oh. Well. Uh, here's the thing. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting kind of lazy. Like my first one. Um, I chopped that one up, and I. Um, that one. So like that was my neighbor. I. I killed him. I chopped him up into like. Uh, ten pieces, like fairly evenly spaced pieces, and then I put Did those. You, like measure them beforehand. No, I just I eyeballed it. Ah. Um, and then I put them into bags, and then I took the bags um across like multiple state lines, and I kind of buried and I buried them in fields in like the middle of the night in uh about like five different states, like two per state, but like really far away, like some big states, like Pennsylvania is like a huge state. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was my first first one, and and uh, and then I didn't get caught. So then I was like, oh, okay. So then my next one I chopped up into like three pieces, basically. Okay. I, it was basically like I took the head off, and then I took the arms off, and I was like, yeah. You could just fold the legs. I could fold the legs, and I was like, well, you know, I got rid of like the most identifying pieces, fingerprints and teeth and all that junk. So then I buried that person. That was my um, spotter at the gym. So I, I buried that person in, like, uh, in one state, but three different places. And then the last three, the last two people I killed, I just um, buried them in my backyard. And then I was like, oh, that's a leap, right? That's a leap to take from, like, Well, depending states. on how, how far it is from your back porch. Like, different states. Two leaps, three it's, leaps. It's a, oh, yeah. I, I can see, uh, yeah. It's I mean, like if we're going by standard leap measurement, like which one is about leap. a meter. If you take a running jump off the porch, it's like one leap. Okay. To the first one, and then it's like a step to the next one. It was, I was, I, here's the thing, I started to get kind of sloppy. Um, that, those two people, um, were my, um, my brother and my sister. Ah. And like, did, that's. Did they live with you? No. I, uh, I went to where they were, I killed them, I brought them back in my, in my backyard. Wow, that's um, a lot of transport. And I know, I know, I know, and then I, and then I was like, huh. And then I killed this person who was like a vagrant. I just picked him up off the side of the road. And, um. You know, now that I'm saying it out loud, I feel like I might have gone about this wrong. Now. I once helped uh, dispose of a contortionist. Really? Yeah, uh, their whole body fit inside of a carry-on bag. Well, that's lucky. It was. I should have tracked down one of those. So, uh, any, so, yeah, so anyway, like, I was going to bury this guy, but, like, if you want to eat him... I, I, I would love to. Because that would honestly, like, 
That would take a lot of the pressure off of me. And like, even when it gets down to bones, like I can use them to make a good stock. Like, like is, like is people were good stock, or are you literally saying like literally stock? Like, like soup. Soup. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or a stew. Well, depending on uh, how much meat you got left over. Well, um, where'd you park? Broth. I can, I can help you just drag this guy back. Oh, I took the bus. Do you mind giving me like a ride? No, no, that's fine. Yeah, we can take my car. I parked like a mile away, so we gotta kind of schlep it. Oh. Um. But, uh... I think I brought my Razor scooter. It's pretty wet in this field. I don't think you're going to get a lot of traction. As are all of the women's panties when they see my Razor scooter. Yeah, you definitely seem like a cannibal. Has your loved one died? Do you know someone who has recently passed? Are you or someone you know suffering from a terminal illness and will soon be deceased? Are you suffering from a case of the deadsies? Well, come on down to Solomon and Company's Coffin Warehouse. I'm Solomon. Do you need coffins? We've got coffins. We have caskets. We've got uh, mausoleums. We've got urns. We've got coffins. We've got arcs. What kind of coffin do you need, Company? John Company? Oh, well, I don't need one. I just sell them. Do you need one? I don't need one because I'm not dead. But are you dead? Is no. someone you know? Do you know someone who's dead? I'm not dead. I do know someone who's going to be dead, though. You do? Yeah. Well, what kind of coffin do they need? You. Is that a gun? Yes, it is. What kind of game are you playing? I think it's finally time to start Company and Company's Casket Company. You know, my father started this company 50 years ago. And I killed him 50 years ago. I knew it. I didn't know he had I an error. I knew it. That case was never closed. No one ever found the... Who owned the bloody knife? You know what was closed? What? The casket that I built for him. You son of a bitch. Hammercock. My father started this company with nothing more than a book of matches and five dead people. Five dead people who needed something to be put in. So they could be laid to rest. Yeah, but the business wasn't going anywhere. It was getting stagnant until I came in and he made built it a those success. Coffins. He built those coffins with his bare hands. And I sold them with my mouth. Is it a sexual thing? It could be. You're a disgusting person, and I always knew it. Yeah, you did. I also watched you while you slept. And now I'm going to watch you while you sleep for the last time. Bang. Ah, you shot me. I did. What kind of coffin are you going to put me in? One of our new cedar... Models? No, one of the economy models made out of plastic trash bags. You son of a bitch! Yeah, I am. Alright, it is Monday, February 17th. Dr. Feelgood presiding. No relation. Anyway, this is the autopsy of Amy Adams. Also no relation. With me in the moratorium today is... Uh, this is Dr. Johnson. Uh, this is... It's 2.20 p.m., it's a Friday, and with me also in the autopsy room is uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper, no Dr. relation. Dr. Pepper, nice to have you. Nice to have you with us today. And uh, his first day on the job. Yep. Uh, I am actually uh, uh, Dr. Mister. My last name is Mister. Dr. It's very, Mister. It's very confusing. Yeah. Good Good to have you in our on the, on the slab, is what we say. How, how were you addressed before you became a doctor? Mister, Mister. Okay. No relation. Uh, yeah, so uh, was I went to school for it for a long time, so I was a professor, so I was professor mister for a while, but now, you know, I, I, I went ahead and got my, my, my doctorate in autopsy. 
stuff. Well, I hope you find this field as interesting as you did your previous field of teaching. Yep, it was great. I taught people how to just be misters. Uh, it was great. That sounds really rewarding. It was. It, sounds, uh, it was yeah. exactly what you would think it was about. So what do you have here today, Dr. Feelgood? Well, we have uh, a victim of multiple gunshot wounds. I can see that already. Um, Mrs. Amy Adams. Once again, no relation mm-hmm. to the right. actress. She does look strikingly like Amy Adams. It's almost on. Un- it's it's a bit uncanny. I'm gonna right. be perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. uh, from the notes from the scene, it was uh, Did, she got that a lot, and she was actually a, an impersonator. Ah, uh, here's my question: Did do we know if Amy Adams, the actress, had a sister who was also named Amy, possibly a twin? I don't know. I'm just. Uh, I don't believe that falls within our purview. Have we checked Dr. in Johnson? with? The actress, right? Is she? What was the last time any anyone saw Amy Adams? What's the last in anything? She was in? Yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't like Arrival. She but was that in was that a terrible Justice League movie, and well, still a couple of years ago. Was she in that? Yeah, I believe she played Lois Lane. Oh, okay. So I, right. you know, I'm also seeing, frankly, uh, multiple contusions that I would not associate with gunshot wounds on yeah, this on this body around the neck, very concurrent with uh, strangulation around the neck. Yes, I was not looking there. It's your job to look everywhere, Doctor Johnson. Okay, hang on a second. This this is she's really a getting teaching more. I'm just gonna go ahead and whip this off. What did she have for breakfast? What is that? Well, if you'd like to cut into the stomach and find out, oh, Doctor Mister. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, uh, you know what? It actually it is. Uh, I thought that we had. Already it's tradition done that. that the first doctor's first day is first in the body. So why don't you just get in those guts? Oh God. Oh god, this is so gross. This is so gross. First incision along the I don't I don't like this. I don't like I don't Oh god. This here is like a mini version of the Jaws of Life. Okay. And it will spread the rib cage. We do call it the Jaws of Death. Okay, well this is actually kind of fun. It's a little portmanteau, a little bit of moratorium humor. It started off gross, but I'll be honest, it it's getting pretty cool. It's this is neat. This is neat stuff. Uh, all right, so you just want to crank there. that several times. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Until all the right. chest cavity is wide open. Yep, see that? Yep. We and call then, this one uh, the money shot. Oh, I would recommend okay. putting some gloves on, though. Oh. Mm. I mean, is that really necessary? I mean... It's... Yeah. Well, okay. as you can see by looking on the inside, humans are 90% goop. Yeah, I saw that. Also, a lot more of the color yellow than you'd assume. I was a lot, very surprised by the yellow and the goop. Yeah. They did not prepare that, uh, prepare me for that in medical school. Where did you get your degree, Dr. Mister? Uh, where did I get? Uh, Towson um, Medical School. That was a the thing. They, they didn't had, have... They created a program. Is that, is that an online program? It's a mostly online. It's all telecommuting. Well, I'm an alumni of the University of Phoenix. So. Oh, that's another place that uh, an most. Esteemed. I'm a I'm an alumni of the uh, university, the Johnson University. It's a fa- it's a Johnson family. and Johnson. No, the dude, Johnson company. and Johnson. Yeah. Those are my brothers. Okay. Oh, I think I've heard of him. He's a heck of a doctor. That doctor Johnson. That's you. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I have. A... Then I've heard of you. You're famous. Oh, I know. In at Towson. Um, I'm famous a lot of other places with a lot of dead people. What attracted you? Most to of this? Louisiana. A lot of voodoo deaths. A lot there. of voodoo. A lot of voodoo. Deaths. What attracted me most to to uh... autopsies mostly. Autopsies specifically. Yeah. Specifically autopsies. I'll tell you what it was. I was growing up, watched a lot of X Files, mm. and uh, I just got to be honest. 
getting in those guts. Yeah, really mm-hmm. is what I wanted to do, like with my life. Doctor Pepper, what um what what are you thinking about for this autopsy? Who what do you think happened to 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 Miss Adams? Miss Miss Adams. Yeah. Miss was it Miss or Mrs? I believe it was Miss. Thank God, Miss. I think this murder is long overdue based on her body of work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see why someone wanted to shoot her. Oh God, yeah. I mean, like mul- multiple times and contusions. Did I mention the contusions? Dr. Pepper, is it true that you have 23 degrees? Absolutely. That's amazing. I worked with a colleague of yours uh, a little while ago, Gerald Pibb, and not very impressed. Honestly. That guy never made it out of doctor school. That's why he, he didn't. was only a mister. That's... I don't want to libel anyone, but we were in we were we started school at the same time and mm. I'll just say that he was a little bit more focused on uh, other things besides mm-hmm. besides medical school. That sounds about right. Sex mostly. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, there was that other uh, case you were involved in for plagiarism. Uh, it was a uh, Dr. Shasta. <laughs> I do think we should probably get back to the matter at hand. Yeah. Uh, and really figure out what exactly Where kills. are her hands? I Well, first of all, I was going to ask where her feet. Did you remove them? No. We have, no one has removed anything. She was brought here two months ago. Dr. Pepper? Honestly, been on ice the whole time. We really should have done this a while ago. Yeah, she's... It looks like these feet were, were ripped off violently. It's not a clean cut. Yeah, there's a cut. lot of... It's just shards of bone and... The, the medical term is dangly bits. Dangly bits. Are we sure this is Amy Adams and not Jessica Chastain? People get them confused an awful lot. Yeah, who's that one from The Office that played the secretary? Uh, Jenna Fisher. Pam Beasley. Oh. Yeah, she just she has one of those faces mm. where I feel well, like what's left. I've seen a face. lot of dead bodies, and I honestly like they could all be the same person. Mm. Maybe if we put a little makeup on her. Got rid of the green tinge. We could see if she looks more like mm. Amy Adams or yeah. that chick from The Office. She should my, smile more. I could get out my medical makeup bag and we could just go to town on her face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I think she needs to rosy up those cheeks. The green I, green's not not her color. I think the I think her cheeks. I think we got to sl- as long as we match her foundation and just really up her highlight game. Oh, I have a lot. I mean, I have a lot of. Oh, you know what? We should give her some good light like, contours. Yeah, really bring those cheekbones out, what's left of them. Do you have any bronzer? Do I have bronzer? <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm a doctor. Right. But you know what? That's a. This is a wig. This is a weave. This is a straight-up weave that she's wearing. Wow. Well, yank it off. All right. Ooh, skull. Uh, Just put it back on. Okay. Put it, oh, sorry. Can you please put it yeah, back on? It's gonna... I'm still very grossed out by all this right Well, now. Dr. Mister, you also inquired about what she ate earlier, and yeah. I think it's time for you to do your first stomach-cutting right. open. All right, here we that go. That is what we call it, technically. Stomach-cutting open. That's the technical term. You're absolutely There's also right, a Dr. bowel Johnson. retrieval. Here's a pair of safety scissors. I... You're going to have to jab them don't... real hard. Okay. Then open them okay. once they're in, uh-huh. and then just kind of go like... Now they do cut in a zigzag pattern. Why would that... That does. That seems to make no sense at all. I got well, them the, from Michael's. Oh, a medical supply store. they're those... Okay. Are those hands and feet? Ah! Solved it. You figured it out. Good Your job. Your first day, too. Dr. Mister, congratulations. I've... Normally, if we're missing appendages, we never find them. Really? I know, never. All the time. I don't report them either. You know what I would have done for this? Taking a couple of those gloves that you didn't put on, uh-huh. fill it with... Jello, Jello. I'm gonna be honest, Jello, and uh, and then just kind of like staple them onto her stumps. Ah, yeah. that's that seems. A couple gross. of tennis shoes will do the <laughs> trick. No, well, I mean, with the makeup I have, flawless. You right? Know? Yeah. It's gonna be like a real weekend at Bernie's situation at my house this weekend. I've, I've never seen that movie. No, it's a film. It's highly inaccurate. He would have gone into rigor mortis days before that. It, it's 
but that doesn't, you know, take away from the hilarity of the film. I'll have to rent that for my That's local library. That's incredible. I yeah. can't wait to watch it's it. It's a fantastic film. All right. Well, let's sew her back up and shove her in a coffin. Okay. She's ready for open casket. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Yep. Uh, cause of death. She swallowed her own hands. <laughs> <laughs> Moonstar Pictures presents a Chester Hampton film. Hey, Fred, what do you think is in that house over there? Probably nothing. You've never seen anything like it, says Pete Fillingsley from the Frontier Reporter. Hello? Is anyone here? All right. This is starting to not be funny anymore. What was that? Brando. Charles Brando. You kids, you gotta get out of this house. Brando is brilliant, says Mavis Creambottom of the Cleveland Reader. You know you shouldn't be here. You know you shouldn't be here in this house. You know you shouldn't be here. Get out of this house. Starring Brando, Charles Brando, as the old man. Come sit around the fire. All right, okay. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Pull up a barrel. Sit around the fire. And I'll tell you a tale. All right, like, like, why are you guys even what here? Is go- what is going on? Can we leave? Can we go home? No one in this film knows what's going on, says Franklin Devereaux of Film Club Magazine. I'll tell you a tale that's as old as time and as long and scary. But only if you look right at me. You gotta keep looking at me. Don't go! I didn't want you to stay at first, but now I don't want you to go. Only the director of Handsome Stranger and Century of Passion could bring such madness to the screen. All right, I don't really know what's going on here, but, like, yeah, we're going to leave. Can can we, like, can can we just go, mister? I mean, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't see any reason why, why we should stay in this house. It's been a while. It's been, it's been quite a while. Some cinema threatens to tear down the very fabric of civilization with its complete boldness. Only now, through Moonstar Pictures, can Chester Hampton bring you such madness starring Brando, Brando, Brando in Cold Mercy. I'm gonna make some eggs. Do kids want any? I had some steak, but I ate it last night. Did I tell you my story yet? One hour of the film is people deciding whether to eat steak. I'm not kidding. Brando, Brando. When's that constable gonna get here? Dick Albuquerque was a crooked cop on the take from the mob until one day his past caught up with him. You know, I'm starting to feel like my past is catching up with me. He was shot seven times and went into a coma. And when he woke up, he brought something back. I can see ghosts. These are the case files of Dick Albuquerque, paranormal investigator. My name's Dick Albuquerque, PI. That stands for paranormal investigator. It also stands for private investigator. I can see ghosts. It all came about when I slipped into a coma after getting shot seven times. I was on the take from the mob, and when I woke up, the doctor said, I think he brought something back. Turns out it was just toilet paper stuck to my shoe from the crime scene. 
Anyway, I make my living now, investigating paranormal activities around this city. This fucking city. It seeps into you, into your bones, and your veins, like cholesterol. The cholesterol capital of the mid-coast. I was on my way to a new crime scene. I was brought in by the Museum of Unnatural History. Turns out they had a mummy on the loose. As I walked into the scene, I saw Sergeant O'Houlihan. He was not my biggest fan, and I can't help but feel like he was protesting me being brought in on this case. Oh, here comes Dick Albuquerque. Here he comes. Make way for the Mr. Paranormal Investigator. Welcome, Dick. Yeah, how you doing, Mick? Jesus Christ. That's... that's not your name. No, it's Patrick. It's the most Irish name in the book. It's Patrick. I just feel like that's worse. You just committed a hate crime, Mr. Albuquerque. God damn it. Oh, me Lord Jesus. Well, I've called you in here because these lovely people at the museum, they're missing a priceless artifact. Personally, I think hooligans have taken away with the old mummy. Aren't all mummies old? Technically, yes. Well, you've got me there, Mr. Albuquerque. You and your facts. But as a matter of fact, it's quite a new mummy. Only 10,000 years old. That's odd. There's quite a few things that are going around here that are odd, but let me escort you to the people who think something stranger is afoot. Here, Mr. Dick Albuquerque meets... I'm Madam Curator. It's an odd name. I'm the curator here at the Museum of Unnatural History, and we've had some... Frankly disturbing things going on in the mummy room. This isn't the first instance? No, no, it actually is the first. I I don't know why I said a few. This is the first. Alright, well, it's good to get our facts straight here. Dick Albuquerque, P.I. Stands for Paranormal Investigator. Oh, I know. Your your reputation precedes you. I heard about the ghost sliming that happened down at the aquarium. Why is that the only thing people talk about? Three months ago, I had a case at an aquarium, and... I ended up getting covered in a lot of algae, and it turns out there was no ghost there at all. But for some reason, everyone fixates on that. It makes a better story. You heard that? Uh, oh yeah, so I'm also, I'm the security guard here at the uh, museum, and uh, yeah, I saw a thing, a thing that was weird, that I thought was weird. So you're saying it was weird? It's pretty weird, yeah. Can you describe it to me? Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was uh, I was getting out of the can, as you do, uh, and I was walking around, and uh, I noticed that the case, you know, that the mummy's in, whatever that's called. I believe it's called a mummy case. Sure, yeah, that sounds yeah, about no, right. that is the technical That's term. technical, right? Sarcophagus, guys. It's sarcophagus. Uh, oh, thanks. Uh, so then uh, I went over to the thing, right, the sarc- whatever thing, thing, and there wasn't anything in it anymore. So that was odd, right? I would like to point out that he is the first person who did notice that the mummy was gone. I'm not yeah. saying he's a suspect, I'm just saying I he also was the thought, first person. I also thought that was strange because I'll be honest, I'm not very good at my job. I think he's a suspect, but who's asking old Patrick O'Houlihan? Not me. Only no. the police. That's fine. Go about your business. All right, I'm kind of like police. I'm kind of, I have a Jesus badge. Christ. All right, now, normally in situations like this, there's usually a set of really bright, glowing footprints. Did anyone notice any? I did not, no. Shit. 
Unfortunately, the custodial staff came in shortly thereafter. It was it was time to clean that particular room, and I, I believe they might have removed any evidence. They what? They cleaned the floor. Shit. No, no, they cleaned that up too. I, uh, Did they clean the inside of the coffin? Sarcophagus. Mummy holder, yes. Mummy case. Was there any, like, band-aids laying around? You know, band-aids, what mummies are covered in? I don't think that's... Do you know what mummies are? Yeah. You sure about that? People turned into beef jerky. That's actually shockingly accurate, yeah. You seem to know a lot about mummies for a security guard. All right, I think I've heard enough here. Clearly this is a case of hooligans traipsing into a museum, cracking open a mummy case with a crowbar, taking the mummy away for what have you, cigar rolling. Who knows? I'm going to go ahead and say case closed. And what's that over there? Well, the case is obviously open. The mummy case. Why would it be case closed? I just heard something. Something over in the foyer. Are you trying to get me to go over to the foyer with you? No, I'm not trying. I'm just saying I heard a noise. Well, why don't you go check it out while I do the real work? Okay. I want to take a look at the mummy sleeve. Fine, I'll just go over here into the foyer and look at the... See if I can figure out what's going on. I'm telling you, there's nothing in that mummy box, all right? I, uh, it's mummy sleeve. That's what I said, just said. Box. That's what it is. All right, I'd like to take a look at it. Oh, Jesus Christ, there's a mummy! This mummy's walking around! Oh, Lord, Mary, mercy! Ignore him. He does this shit all the time. Any case I get brought into. Oh, Christ, oh, Lord! Anyway. Oh, why did I pray so much if it's not going to help me now? Hey, it sounds like something's wrong with that Italian guy. All right, I'd like to look at the scary coffin now. Sure, it's right over here. All right, looks here. Oh, God in heaven, he's tearing me apart with his mummy claws! No signs of, uh, outward entry, that's odd. Oh, he's wrapping his bandages around me head! I'm not sure if this is relevant to the investigation, but we also did run completely out of toilet paper that day. That is important. I'm sorry, that that was me. I had I had a real big lunch. He what pushed did you... me over and now he's kicking me behind. What with did you eat? Foot. Oh, it hurts. I mean, I, I had some, some Mexican food. That will do it. Yeah, and uh, you know, your Mexican friend over there seems to know a lot about mummies. Oh, Maybe we should talk oh, to him. Mother of God, Magdalene, he's got an arm, and he's putting it on me forehead. Oh, he's putting a curse on me. It was at that moment that I realized all the markings opening the scary coffin, as I was sure it was actually called a scary coffin. I don't know what that other word that lady said was. Sarcophagus. Yes, it's what I said. Scary coffin. Wait, you can hear me? Anyway. All the markings were coming from the inside. This scary coffin was open from the inside. Jesus Christ, there's a mummy! He's a kid. Oh, he killed me! I don't think someone stole your mummy. I think the mummy stole itself. And I gotta be honest with you guys. Something here is getting very Albuquerque. Next time on Dick Albuquerque, Paranormal Investigator. Your girlfriend's a vampire? The Sketchy Show is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify, and follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.